We should make our our theme our TikTok sound. Make it into a TikTok sound. We should do a sound. (laughs) Totally. Bob's Bongos coming to a TikTok near you. What's up? Uh, Thank you so much for joining the Pot Smoking Moms. This is a podcast. We talk about parenting and cannabis. I am Sunny D along with my homegirl, Captain Jake. Hello, hello, hello. If you enjoy our podcast, please rate, subscribe, share, and be friends with us on social media. Um, we, we're on several different platforms, primarily Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> Potsmokingmoms.com is a website. Not Facebook. Yeah, no, not Facebook. Everybody <laughs> this over the weekends, people were like, I only got a Facebook. And then we were like, yeah, you, you probably Sorry. won't like our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're there, but like, not really. Not really. So what are you, are you, are we smoking? I'm going to skip out today. I didn't even bring my stuff. I'm just, we're, we're, we're coming to you live from our, each of our houses. Yeah. We're not together today. We were together all weekend. Yeah. We were together all weekend. That was enough, yeah. enough, you know, <laughs> had enough of you. we had enough um, of each other. I'm smoking my favorite. Cause um, when I got back on Sunday, I went to the dispensary and they had some Mandarin dream and I was like, yes, please. So, yeah. Of course. Nice. I got my fave in the bowl. Nice. Cheers. Cheers. If you got something, smoke it up. I hope. Hopefully, you're joining in with us. This uh, past weekend, we were at Canafest in Sarasota, which was super fun. Oh my god, we had so much fun. We had super fun. I mean, I had a few bouts of anxiety, which uh, was not fun. But like you know, it was a. Uh, it was putting myself in a, in a different situation that I'm not used to. So, yeah, but that was like leading up to it. Once that right. we were there and everything started, yeah, you got into your element and you were fine. Yeah, as soon as I got, we didn't know there. what to expect, and we're in a different place, you know. And, and Corona, Corona, being yeah. out in public with a lot of people. Yeah, the election was still going. Election. Oh my god. Stuff. This was weekend was super emotionally charged, exhausting. It was like amazing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And being with Diane, Pothead Mom, we had a great time. It was a cute little Airbnb that we rented. We wanted a pool so bad, but didn't even get to use it. Yeah. Because it was too damn cold. It was too cold. Plus, it was like a little rainy. and Yeah, a tropical storm was coming. Yeah, you know us, overly ambitious, not enough time to do all the things we want to do. Every time, every time. We're like, oh, we're going to get so many TikToks done. We're going to record tonight's episode while yeah. we're there, we thought. Right, exactly. <laughs> but we did get a good interview. We did. And Piehead Mom. Yeah, we had, oh. we talked for a long time. Yeah, like what, two hours? Yeah, just yeah. about two hours, pretty much. Uh, and that's so, it. We took a break, and there was talking that happened during the break. Too, I know so. there was so much talking that happened during the break. <laughs> but uh, we'll have that interview a little bit later. Um, it was really great. We met so many wonderful people, and I feel bad because there's some people we didn't even get to meet out there that we were planning on meeting. 
Yeah, I know. And they were, and when I saw their pictures and stuff afterwards, and I was like, oh my God, they were there. We didn't get to see them. I was like, shoot. Like, we didn't get to see Yanni. Uh, who else was it that, um, I can't recall right now. But I remember he said, said she was going to come, but she didn't. Yeah. Um, but there was a couple other people that were there that we missed. Yeah. But we did meet some people, some people we were already following. They were following us and um, made some connections. I mean, I really, really enjoyed how how moms came up to us because the second they saw pot smoking moms or I said something about pot smoking moms on the microphone, they were like, I'm a pot smoking mom. Yeah, they would just walk right up to the tent and be like, hey, I'm a pot smoking mom because we had our big banner with our logo and it said psm pot smoking moms so it grabbed i guess attention because yeah. we weren't like ever really not busy no Most we weren't time, we always had somebody there to talk to yeah and it was it was freaking awesome i can't wait to do another one I yeah wait. i i honestly i can't either it was very successful very interesting we have some videos that we uh that we're putting up from the kind of kind of fest yeah, we made some new connections, which is great. Hopefully, we got some new audience members to listen to our podcasts. I know we got a few, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we went up from, like, 290 uh, regular listeners. Like, our number went up to, like, 302 or 300 around there today. So, I feel like it, we did get more traffic. Yeah. So, that was awesome. awesome. Absolutely. We, um, happy Veterans Day. Yes, today's Veterans Day. Thank you for your service. My husband is a veteran. Um, yeah, and we actually have a story coming in a little later about a veteran. So uh, thank you for your service. Bummer, oh, it's in the middle of the week. Service. I hope you have the day off. My husband never has veter- Veterans Day off. Yeah. He always has to work. That sucks. <laughs> they should at least let veterans have ve- a Veterans Day off paid. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a holiday in most places that observe like, you know, Holidays are closed, but a lot of places don't close. Yeah, so happy Veterans Day, guys. Uh, Hopefully you guys have a little J you can smoke up today. Yeah, now that you're no longer serving, you should be fine. Yeah, We got a a Puff and Paint uh, Zoom session coming up soon. We are trying to hash out some details, try to see if uh, our buddy Bradley... Bradley King will be joining us again. Um, um, yeah, hopefully towards the very end of November, beginning of December. So stay tuned for that. We will be posting up details pretty soon. Hopefully we have some details up later probably on probably going to be the beginning of December because the very end of November is Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. So, and that way we can kind of all bring in like the Christmas, you know, yeah, cheer. Yeah, totally. Because I'm like, I'm ready for Christmas. I'm just, just, my house is in shambles. I can't even decorate my house for Christmas. I'm like hoping it gets done before. <laughs> Put up a little tiny little tree, something to kind of like feel yeah. a little Christmassy. I know it's chaotic in your house right now and that's really uncomfortable, but It'll we could do. Sl- yeah. And when it's over, it's going to be amazing. Yep. Yep. Super amazing. Guess what time it is?
when the regular news just doesn't cut it. News nugs. News nugs with Sunny D and Captain Jack. Well, Congress will finally vote on the federal marijuana legalization next month. House leadership announces. He said that in September, so I don't know. I know. So less than a week after an election in which voters in five states approved ballot measures to legalize marijuana in some form, a top leader in the U.S. House of Representatives announced that the body will hold a floor vote on a bill to end federal cannabis prohibition next month. While the presidential election has seized national attention with advocates hoping President-elect Joe Biden will make good on his campaign pledge to pursue modest marijuana reform starting next year, the Comprehensive Marijuana Legalization Bill is still in play during the current Congress. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer previously announced this summer that the chamber would vote on the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement or MORE Act in September. But that plan was postponed following pushback from certain centrist Democrats who worried about the optics of advancing cannabis reform before passing another coronavirus relief package. Several of those members were voted out during an election in which voters in red states such as Montana and South Dakota approved cannabis legalization ballot measures, raising questions about the lawmakers' strategic thinking on the issue. In any case, Hoyer confirmed on Monday that the marijuana legalization is still on the table before the presidential transition and will get a vote in December. That could also raise the pressure on Biden to embrace legalization, a policy he's declined to adopt despite supermajority support among Democratic voters. So the House will vote on the MORE Act to decriminalize cannabis and expunge the records of nonviolent cannabis offenses that have prevented many Americans from getting jobs, applying for credit and loans, and accessing opportunities that make it possible to get ahead in our economy, Hoyer said. And um, the MORE, excuse me, the MORE Act, whose lead sponsor is Judiciary Committee Chairman Gerald Nadler, would federally deschedule cannabis, expunge the records of those with prior convictions, and impose federal 5% tax on sales, revenue from which would be reinvested in communities most impacted by the drug war. The, le- the legislation would also create a pathway for resentencing for those incarcerated for marijuana offenses, as well as protect immigrants from being denied citizenship over cannabis and prevent federal agencies from denying public benefits or security clearance due to its use, like the drug testing of people um, for welfare programs and things like that um, before. So if cleared, um, the panel uh, almost a year ago and been waiting for the floor action since. Justin Striegel, political director of Normal, told Marijuana Moment that the organization looks forward to working with the House leadership to ensure the success of the first ever vote to end marijuana on the floor of the Chamber of Congress. Even if the bill does pass in the Democratic-controlled chamber, as it's expected to with some bipartisan support, it remains unlikely that the Senate will follow suit. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is a Mm -hmm. champion of the hemp industry, but staunchly opposes further marijuana reform. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, guys. Settle down. Even so, a symbolic vote for legalization could send a strong signal to the incoming Biden administration, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. 
is the lead Senate sponsor of the MORE Act, but she's indicated she would not proactively push the former vice president to evolve further on cannabis reform. Boo. So given Biden's former approach to champion champion punitive anti-drug legislation as a senator and his ongoing abstinence of marijuana legalization at a time when polls show that a clear majority of Americans favor the policy change, there remain, remains some skepticism about his willingness to make good on his campaign promises to prioritize decriminalization or the other reforms he discussed. However, the president-elect has conceded that his work on punitive anti-drug legislation was a mistake. Outside of Congress, Biden could also make vote moves to advance cannabis reform administratively. He could, for example, reinstate a version of the Obama-era Justice Department memo that directed federal prosecutors to generally not interfere with state marijuana laws, which was rescinded by the Trump administration in 2018. It is also within the power of the executive branch to reschedule marijuana under the Controlled Substances Act. Biden has pledged to make a move to Schedule 2, though that would not achieve many of the changes advocates seek. The president has a unilateral authority to grant acts of clemency, including pardons and commutations to people who have been convicted of federal marijuana or other drug offenses. He also gets to appoint an attorney general, drug czar and other officials who uh, will make decisions on how the federal government handles the issue, though many of those officials will be subject to Senate confirmation. For his part, uh, Representative Earl Blumenauer told Marijuana Moment in August that the Biden administration and the Biden Department of Justice would be a constructive player in advancing legalization. So that's interesting. So during the Obama era, the Justice Department had a memo, like a directive not to interfere with state marijuana laws. And then in 2018, that was repealed by the Trump administration. So that's when you're like, I guess when the federal government usually raids growers or something like that, um, or dispensaries in different states. I think that's happened in California. Yeah, back in the day, I uh, used to see a lot of reports where... um, like, you know, there was a documentary I had watched. Where... Like seize it, right? Huh? They normally just seize it. Yeah. But that's like that work sucks. and money. Work and money. And it's like ridiculous. It's like ridiculous to be like, oh, yeah, you stay, you can make your own law if you want. And then like not. And interfere. Yeah. State laws. Yeah. What the hell? That's no counter counterintuitive. Like, why would you? Why would you even let them they pass it if they? Yeah, if they can't really do it. Exactly. That's not well. We'll be continuing totally. to follow up with that. We know that the more act is something they've been trying to do for a while now, but we will continue to follow up on that until until it's been pushed through. Until it is a success. In the meantime. So this is a follow-up story. We've talked about this story a few times. A Florida school dean and combat veteran fired in medical marijuana case. So a Florida high school dean, a combat military veteran suspended after testing positive for medical marijuana, was fired by the Marion County School Board on Wednesday after a lengthy discussion. Mike Hickman, a Bellevue high school dean, faced a hearing after the board asked an administrative law judge to hear the case and issue a recommendation. The judge, Suzanne Van Week, 
I guess, of the State Division of Administrative Hearings in Tallahassee, issued an order a few months ago that upholds upholds the decision of the superintendent school's Heidi Mayer to fire Hickman. So basically, the judge upheld their decision. However, the judge also stated in the order that the school could choose suspension instead. For more than an hour on Wednesday, the school board debated ways to handle punishment for Hickman. Board members were concerned that they would set a dangerous precedent if they allowed Hickman to get continue working after violating the school policy. They debated uh, issuing a 20-day or more suspension without pay if he agreed to no longer use medical marijuana, uh, such since the usage violates their drug-free work policy. Um, the board member, Nancy Stacy Hickman's biggest advocate, said that the board itself failed Hickman by not updating the school policy to make it clear the medical marijuana is deemed illegal under federal law and that usage would be a violation. In November 2019, Hickman broke up a fight at Bellevue High. During the fight, he was injured and had to report a worker compensation doctor for treatment. During that visit, he tested positive for marijuana because that's like part of the whole procedure when you're doing workman's comp. Yeah. When Hickman was asked whether he would stop using medical marijuana if he was given a suspension, he said no, adding that the medical marijuana helps him with pain suffered from years of surgery stemming from combat wounds. When Hickman did not agree to stop using medical marijuana, Stacy sided with the rest of the board voting 5-0 to fire him. Hickman said he did not have a comment, though his Clearwater attorney Mark Herman did, Herdman did. It's just another unfortunate decision handed down by the Marion County School Board for to fire yet another good employee, Herdman said. So moments after the decision, a representative from the local teachers union, uh, the Marion Education Association, sent the Star Banner uh, text comment. Star Banner is a publication. Imagine, this is the text, imagine if this employee just sat back and let the two students continue, continue to fight without regard for their safety. We wouldn't be here right now said Chris Altabello, an executive director who represents both the teachers and support personal unions. Or if we were, it would have been for not intervening, he continued. He was not impaired more than someone who took an aspirin for a headache. They implied that he that this is tantamount to smoking pot in the boys' bathroom. Ridiculous. That <laughs> is. Mayor filed a complaint in January seeking to fire Hickman. He requested a hearing. At first, the school board suspended him without pay. Two weeks later, decided to change the, dispense, the suspension to include pay as they waited for the hearing. I mean, if they found him smoking on school property, that's a whole different thing. But this and is just like... because he had it in his system doesn't mean he was high then. Like, yeah, he, he may like do like a tincture in the morning. Who knows what he does, whatever right. his regimen is. But it doesn't mean he was high in the moment while he was working just because he tested positive. I like that he was like, no. I'm not going to stop doing it. No. Like, Why should fuck? he? And go back to opioids and like addictive drugs? Yeah, Why? Why should he have to? They shouldn't have to dictate what medicines you should be taking. Yeah. The district has maintained that marijuana use is against federal law and that if the district didn't act, then it could lose federal funding. Also, board policy states that employees should inform their supervisor if prescribed medical marijuana. At no time prior to his positive drug test screen did Hickman notify his supervisor that he was using medical marijuana, according to the administrative law judge's ruling. Hickman had been employed by the board since 2010. 
Wick wrote in her opinion that the school board should enter a final order upholding the charges against Hickman or impose other discipline consistent with Florida administrative code. Wick noted in her eight-page decision that Hickman argued that it is unfair that he is being penalized for use of medical marijuana to treat chronic pain, but would be allowed to continue teaching under the influence of opioid pain medications, which he took for years prior to the availability of medical marijuana. Okay, so yeah, it's okay to be drugged up on Oxy or whatever to get through his pain. That makes no sense, whatever. Uh, So Diane Gullett, Marion's current school superintendent, stands by mayor's decision. Mark Levitt, a Winter Park attorney who represents the superintendent in employee hearings, asked the school board during the hearing not to let Hickman's military service cloud the issue, adding, we appreciate his service. Okay, so we shouldn't even consider that he was a veteran and and how it helps him for his PTSD and pain. Wow. Okay. So though medical marijuana is now legal in Florida, the state legislator made it clear that doesn't mean employees can go to work under the influence. He see again, they're assuming that he was under the influence at work. They're assuming there that he was under the influence at work. Um, Herdman said that the client does not need sympathy. He was using medical marijuana to help with combat injuries suffered while in the military. So, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Where are we at? <laughs> I had to plug my computer and it was about to die. Oh, the next spot that's red. In the end, board members Kelly King and Beth McCall, along with Vice Chairwoman Nancy Thrower and Chairman Eric Cummings, felt that it was a precedent that they could not set. For example, if they did not act against Hickman, would employees in areas such as transportation be allowed to begin using medical marijuana? I could could hear him, like, saying this in the courtroom. The district did recently pass a medical marijuana policy for students. The policy allows parents to check their child out of school and administer the recommended dose in their car and parking lot, but the district employee policy is zero tolerance. What? The board agreed it needs to tweak its policy to make it clear that medical marijuana is not allowed by the staff. Yeah, but that's insane. That's crazy to me. What's crazy to me is that what they said earlier where they're like, oh, it's okay to be the medical yes medical marijuana is legal but you're not allowed to be under the influence while you're working and again it's how would like, they even how could they how even do they tell? know he was under the influence of while he was working that was never said in any of the stories that we read that he was high at the moment right that it right it was just that he tested positive for marijuana because obviously if you're using marijuana it's going to be in your system yeah yeah it takes i mean it even takes a month for it to be out of your system yeah it's unfortunately it's very sad he lost his job um he worked for the school district for over 20 years and was in the military and is a veteran for a long time and then and the fact that they're like oh and don't even let don't let the fact that he is a veteran cloud our judgment you know let's not consider that as part of our decision making process yeah i know you're trying to be objective here so that it's like across the board yeah but but i mean i don't think anything is black and white like you have that's why there's a whole justice system to kind of determine what kind of ways to go about things like i don't understand why i mean obviously they want to just it's kind of that thing what people say if i make an exemption for you i'm gonna have to make an exemption for everyone which is like kind of bullshit it's kind of like you know i think it's like 
That's bullshit because ultimately it's bullshit that they expect you to tell them that you got a medical marijuana record. Right, because so what? So they could fire you on the spot anyway? Yeah, was... and why am I expected to tell you what medicine I take for my health? Right. Like, isn't that HIPAA? Like we're supposed like if I got if I have to take a certain epilepsy medication for my seizures or whatever, it's yeah. not cannabis. And I sw- you know, why do I have to tell yeah, you? Yeah, no Exactly. Nobody. That's all what is that's all protected. That's all a HIPAA violation, like as they, long as they're not to too shit. impaired to do their job, it should it should, should be no one's business, right? So, anywho, sorry. Um, happy Veterans Day, and we're sorry we you lost your job. Yeah, I mean, we got to do better. Ultimately, we this gotta is do just better. We got, it has to be legal. Yeah, we got to do better about that. So we'll, you know, keep fighting the good fight for people. Like him. Mike Hickman. Mike Hickman. We're going to keep fighting for you, bud. So this weekend, we were also very, very, very lucky to have a conversation with not one, but two of our friends. I mean, we mostly spoke to Raphael from uh, Third Day Collective, but also we got to spend a lot of time with our buddy, Pothead Mom. So we were able to get together with them and have a nice conversation. Sometimes we got a little off track. A little. Even even though I was kind of like, hey, guys, we should we need to be on track. OK. And then we immediately started to just Go veer back completely off track. Off track. Yeah. <laughs> but um, for the most part, we we wanted to talk to Rafael because, you know, we still have our reservations about CBD. He, I started using products of his recently and I'm I've been blown away by by a lot of his products. I mean, to be honest, of the CBD tincture I've incorporated into my daily routine and um the his Delta ATHC gummies are the best. I mean, I I was like I was like everybody's got to try these. Like we, <laughs> you know, I think they're amazing. So we we wanted him to kind of break down um how, you know, he processes his CBD and how he started getting into the business of the CBD and CBD flower, his CBD flower is amazing as well. So he was able to drop some knowledge for us, and we hope you enjoyed this interview. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Hey, bro. This is pay- This is more like Patreon stuff. This is where we're going to get to. Let's get to this now and not divert, because Rafa has a lot of important things to say. We want to, oh, every time we, we're like bust with information, both of us just want to talk about everything at the once, you know? True, I do feel so that. So you're the CBD man, and honestly, I feel like I I'm a real cynic when it comes to products, but I feel like you know your shit, and I just want to learn from you and educate our audience because I think we still have a lot of reservations when it comes to CBD, and there's new Delta Eight that I heard it from you first, and now I'm hearing it more and more. And we want to hear about all that but before we get to that can you tell us a little bit about like how you got here what your story is with you know cannabis so here's how it here's how it all started about seven years ago i was working on trying to get everything together in my life i had my son and i needed something that i could i could make a lot of money i could feel comfortable about what i was doing and pick my own path i've worked and made other companies so much money, brought up so many different companies, gave them my heart, took them to the level of the out of this world. I've taken multiple companies to 
entirely different situations where they can earn more, where they're expanding more. And I was awesome as a manager or in sales, right? But I never had anything of my own that I believed in myself enough to be able to push and that I was confident enough that it could help people. So when you're stuck, sometimes people make you offers. Um, some buddies of mine made me a couple of different offers. I didn't. I declined the offers and went right. They wanted me to go left. I went right. I said, what's CBD? Anybody have any idea what CBD is? And they're like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't get you high. Mm-hmm. Do something else, man. People don't want that. So no one had my back. That's the, that's a fact. And I said, this is something very important to me because at the time I wasn't a cannabis user at all. So that means I came all the way to 27 years old. I never smoked in my life. Nothing. Never interested? Um, yeah, I was a little bit interested when I was little, probably like middle school. But I grew up in a pretty strict family, Cubans. Yep. And I can't say heck in my house or I'll get my teeth knocked out or damn or suck my teeth or look weird or anything. I'll just get attacked and thrown off the roof. So, eh. and I also saw what drugs did to people and how mm-hmm. it destroyed their lives and careers and families. And I've seen it make people billions of dollars. So I saw a lot of things growing up and I made the decision to not do anything. I did drink, I smoked cigarettes. I probably made worse decisions with that than I did. Actually, I know I did. I made mm-hmm. terrible decisions using alcohol and tobacco. To be honest with you, I probably would have been more chill. Now, what ended up happening was I looked into CBD, but I couldn't find CBD flower seven years ago. It didn't exist. Uh-huh. So they would call it hemp. And I said, well, what's hemp? I had Adidas sneakers made out of hemp. Is, yeah. Can you yeah, smoke the sneakers? Yeah. Can I smoke the necklace? Does it get you high? <laughs> No, it doesn't, but it's a strong fiber. And then I start digging deeper into Lithuanian farming techniques. And then I find myself trying to buy hemp seeds online. I get on eBay, nothing. Somewhere, somehow, the internet took me to eBay.cz, which is Czechoslovakian eBay. I had to use Google Translate to translate Czechoslovakian into English and then make my orders accordingly outside of the United States from my duplex with my air mattress on the floor with my Uh (sighs) one-year-old. With no job, no car, car accident, broke my back, broke my neck, nothing, everything. I'm on my ass. Everybody likes to play there on their ass. I was for sure on my ass. I just, the only way was up. So I thought of this. I ordered the seeds. I gave them to a cultivator. We cultivated the hemp. And then I used that and made my first extract. And I smoked it. And it was called Felonia 32. It only had like 3% CBD. The flower that I smoked earlier is 26.3% CBD. That's the strongest in the entire world. So now I have the exotic of the caviar of all hemp's now. Then I had nothing. I had so little that I didn't even have information. Information is what's so powerful. It's not the money that's powerful. Because if you know how to do something, you'll make it happen. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what I was doing. So then I started reading these Americana tincture-making homeopathic medicine from the 1800s and 
beyond, like Native American medicine-making techniques. So I had books. So I reading these books. It took me years to read them all and understand them all, and I started to take the hemp flower and extract it. Yeah, a lot of people did can of butters, but you lose certain things doing that. And I didn't have the mind to do that. I did other things. So long story short, I can't tell you everything, but I have a proprietary extraction process that takes no less than 365 days. So any oil that you take from me is whole plant. And that doesn't exist. And it's strain-specific. And it's so special, right? It's its its own lane. But it wasn't supposed to be like that. I didn't know it was going to do that. I just thought, hey, I don't have the resources to obtain machinery to be able to extract this. So let me just do it the cheapest way I know how. And that cheap way ended up becoming the VVS Flawless Diamond of CBD, which is very interesting to a lot of people. Most people with um, CBD business on their mind, they'll ask me, hey, but how much do you have? Like, what if I need 10,000 bottles right now? People love to push the what if and hypothetical. They live in a fake yeah, world. Yeah, right. And it's Guy. like, why, why, why are you, know you interested in that? Like, I, do I have a 65,000 square foot warehouse that's air conditioned with 15 years of oil worth stored and they're like yeah right okay so since there was no right answer let's just get back to it yeah. i have it it's available yeah i promise you yeah. Yeah, order 10,000 bottles let me prove your, you right let me prove you wrong where your mouth is. right exactly yeah. so people like to Those measure don't have like your a, value a shelf life like an expiration date mine does not if you're using a rancid oxygenated crude oil with a rancid oxygenated coconut oil you're working on a level of possibility where it could go rancid anywhere from one to five years but who's gonna let a hundred and twenty dollar tincture sit on their shelf for five yeah, years yeah i know and it's like yeah. you, you know, know it's, get to it no because you said you have like 15 years worth supply i do like because that sounds like insane. <laughs> but i actually do which is funny so it seems fake but it's not like a like a like a like a winemaker in Italy has his secret stash mm-hmm. of say fifty barrels. Oh god! And then there's his great great grandfather that had his stash then, which is only it's already been drained out, and the only thing you can find is the pieces of grape. The skins of the grapes on the inside of the barrel, that exclusive, they scrape it. It's like a jam. I saw, shout out to Action Bronson on Fuck That's Delicious. <laughs> this was like the rarest wine scrapings on the planet. Yeah. Like that, I have that. But like, but what? But you can age CBD? You can age, you can age cannabis. So there's multiple different, oh, we're going to get into Delta 8 and CBN right now. So in the aging process, depending on how long it's oxygenated, say the extract was left to the air, it starts changing. So that proves how important it is to keep it safe and airlocked until it's time to use. So once you crack it, then you have like a five-year shelf life. 
you know. But until you crack it, it will last forever. It's suspended in a coconut oil, which is antifungal and antiviral. Mm -hmm. So I had access to a entire crop seven years ago. So I have like VSOP, <laughs> the XOXOXO of genetics that don't that aren't even in use right now. Mm -hmm. So right now there's Lifter, Bubba Kush, Sour Space Candy, Special yeah. Sauce. How many strains do you have in, in CBD flower? Um, I have somewhere you you have CBD, around 20 CBN. strains right now. 20 strains? Yeah. Um, from Auto 1, Auto 2, Electra strains that are mother strains that come from the first land race. So they'll take an old school strain from Europe and they'll mix it with a very fruity marijuana strain and then continue to breed them until there's very low to no THC. Oh. Yeah. And I have all of them. I have the marijuana mothers and fathers. I have agricultural hemp. I have fiber hemp. I could start a seed company. Shout out third day seed company coming soon. <laughs> um, it's very interesting though how you can't sell seeds. How about that? You, can't, about you can't sell hemp laws seeds? against selling CBD seeds. You Correct. can't sell seeds. Like it's the craziest thing. You yeah, know? there's all kinds of crazy things you have to jump through. Games. All the hoops you have to jump through. If you grow bananas in New York and you drive all your bananas oh, in an yeah. eighteen wheeler into Florida, you have to get like. Yeah. Super searched. They got to check those bananas because your bananas could take over the entire banana market down here. Population. It's very interesting what? what you think your freedoms are. US customs, <laughs> you US go to Publix. Customs how many tomatoes like exist at Publix? Four, no four tomatoes. There's over 15,000 different types of tomatoes. I know. But what would happen if you fell in love with a purple uh, purple tomato? And you can't find it. And anywhere. you can't find it nowhere. Oh, my God. Or then you save the seeds from that and start growing it. Then you start stealing all the money from all the other tomato companies. Nobody wants a regular tomato anymore. They want yours. You see how that works? The underground and the black market serves the most righteous purpose. Because... When marijuana became illegal to grow and sell and cultivate and, and even use for medical marijuana purposes, which it was medical before, people had to go from outdoor grow to indoor. People didn't want to grow indoor. Oh, but look what we got. And now look what's going on. <laughs> you can't even, there's no competition. I know that when you read Florida, shout out to Florida Cannabis News, their Instagram. Oh, yeah. You know, we're big fans. Block, you we're go, big fans. That little block, you go, damn. That's some new info. I got to read every word of yeah, this. Yeah. This yeah. Uh, every I, time I, I scroll, them. I stop to read what they're sharing. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I, I've told them we, we use some of their stories on our podcast. A lot, right? A lot. Yeah. We, we are to like be aware of what we want to talk about. It's like we It's a good jumping point for sure. Yeah. But yeah, long story short, because I can go off on a tangent. I had nothing. I ordered seeds from across the world. We grew it. I extracted it. And that's my jumping point. And then moving forward, I started to give away a ton of it for a very long time until I started hearing things that made me feel like this is real and I should make it my full time instead of my side job. And I went and got the, the extracts tested. <laughs> I mean, this was a scene. 
-hmm. It cost $3,400 to get a seven-page panel four years ago. Hey, stay there. You sound perfect there. I didn't want to interrupt you talking. Yeah. Please do. But I, and I was trying to signal you, but then I saw it you signal weird. me, and I'm like, oh, okay. yeah, I'm doing it right now. She's <laughs> no. not saying anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was know. trying to wait, but like, that is perfect there. So, <laughs> how, how I truly came to be is that in the extracting process, I started to convince small local shops to carry some of my product. Okay. And I would run a consignment deal with them which ended up hurting them in the long run purposefully so that they can believe in themselves and purchase outright and get off the front yeah like shout out to anyone that can follow along <laughs> if you if you if you sell my product and don't pay for it i want 70 percent. if you pay for it i'll charge you 40 percent. yeah so how many times do you think a person would sell it before they believed in themselves want to know the answer they never believed in themselves. So I would replenish them a hundred times, a hundred bottles at a time. And they were making all this money and it was the only thing selling in their store. And they still wouldn't believe in me until this freak incident happened where a gentleman that owns a pizzeria in Fort Lauderdale named Pizza City. His name is David Nardi. Why is it every every time was, a pizza place? I was just getting ready to say I know. It. It's, all, it's always a pizza place. Pizza places. Entrepreneur spirit. He needs to make money. He's pizza selling it by the pot. slice in a bourgeois area. Yeah. This guy needs to pay the bills or you right, know, how much pizza a- can you sell in the most affluent area in Fort Lauderdale? Oh, my God. And everybody sells pizza. That's the word, right? Affluent? <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I know. Um, you know, when it's all Jaguars parked up everywhere, how many pizzas can you sell? The answer is not a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're going to have to put truffle duck butter on that pizza before anything happens yeah. and give it away. Or it's sell hot, brownies, edibles on the side. The CBD pizza, pizza really is, I mean, honestly. Hot pizza? So what happened high. was. Yeah, I was like, hi today and I got pizza. Fire. And it was, it was like. Like, um, it's the most amazing pizza. Yo, word, <laughs> word, that should it's mellow mushroom. That should have been the what's it called for the freezer? What's Geared it called? The pizza north. rolls, they've uh, still been fire. Pizza rolls, yeah. listen, I can never cook a pizza roll without it fucking exploding and me having to <laughs> eat an empty shell of pizza roll with all the guts. Where all does it explode? <laughs> have you ever bit into <laughs> one that was yeah. hot and exploded all over? Yeah, you? No, and then the now the roof of your mouth, the roof of your mouth is burnt. Man down, mom down, yeah, hot mom down. Hey, you still finish the box. For sure. With Let a it cool down. Roof. I'm going to eat all of it. And then so this you'll be pizza going... guy reached out to you? <laughs> David Nardi reached out to me. Shout out to David Nardi. God bless you wherever you are. You very strange individual. Raphael Alvarez said that. <laughs> this guy was a freak of nature. This guy is an anomaly. This guy, this guy, this, this guy, guy was David? sent from the universe to me. David Nardi <laughs> hits me up. He goes, buddy... I really like your CBD oil, but I'm not going to buy it from, well, you wish I would say your shop's name, buddy. <laughs> they He doesn't want to buy it from this shop anymore because it's $120 a bottle. Can he buy it in wholesale? Can he buy a bulk order from me? I said, absolutely. I'll be there yesterday. Where are you? I pull up to Pizza City. The guy's like, we've been trying all these CBD oils over 50 I have a YouTube channel. I've been reviewing every brand. Yours is the best I've ever tasted in my life. Why? Because my extraction process 
protects the terpenes and flavonoids and fats and all of that. It doesn't taste like a chlorophyll, alcohol rub, mud sludge. It doesn't look like, it doesn't taste like 30 weight oil to anybody who works on combustible engines. (laughs) This shit looks like straight motor oil. Yeah. Most most CBD oil tastes like straight poison. And I know this because I tasted it and I used to hate it. I don't know what made me think to get into CBD. Maybe it was so that I could please my own taste buds and my own palate. But long story long. Yeah, shout out to your gummies. <sighs> Word. Shout out to those. I We're going to get right I into had, this. I had um this. Would you like to try what some? Is, I had, I ate one. Okay. Oh, I ate a Delta 8. Ate the Delta 8? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I it's, think we're just going to go ahead and do it right now. It's Delta so 8. So, Caitlin's new thing. business is going to be Delta 8. Delta A-T-E. That is going to be our new oh, Delta flagship eight. gummy business. Just okay. gonna throw A-T-E? That How eight. did I walk A-T-E? right into you that? You That's Instagram. You, just, you have a way with this. Well, soon, soon, soon. That's you know, awesome. It's so hot. She loves making them. We're partners in doing that, so I got you. Oh, Delta A-T-E. 8, you're... Hell yeah. Damn. She's I on the same like wavelength. I know. I'm sorry. I am sorry. My kids hate it. They hate it. They honestly. They can't lie to you. They think that. No, they can't. And they think that I'm psychic and they get super sketched out. They're like, why the fuck? <laughs> They're do not you know? twins, are they? No. But. <laughs> well, I Mom feel like you have a certain everything. awareness that's yeah, like. It's called hypervigilance from extreme trauma. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it. You try not to get shanked. I yeah. hear you, man. Yeah, watch there you go. It's a superpower now. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it keeps me alive. <laughs> David Nardi grabs this oil. He looks at me. He says it's the best flavor. But I'm sorry. I have a question it's, about Delta crazy. 8. Why is Delta 8 different? It's THC? It is THC. Okay, so it has psychoactive effects. It, the English language is torturing your subconscious mind because okay. it's a spell. And this, the number one spell that's been casted, and it's going to be very hard to shake, is the most relevant, which is Delta 9. Delta yeah. 9 THC. So that's if what it I'm... ain't Delta 9 THC, I don't even want to look at you. I'm leaving your store. Yeah. There's 118 cannabinoids and 200 plus terpene content. Right. Name seven outside of CBD, CBG, CBN, CBC, THCVA, THC. THCA. Besides THCA. <laughs> you don't. Because I time. Mean, if I could actually think and I wasn't. On so many of those. <laughs> Want me to blow your mind right <laughs> now? <so> many of <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take you right down the path of what brought me to here. Okay. So the first cannabinoid ever discovered was what, ladies? Take a wild guess. THC. THC. Which THC? Delta nine. nine Delta nine, ten. Nine. Delta seven. Delta nine. six. Delta eight. Yeah, that's. It was the first one yeah. ever. The first measurable cannabinoid. So. Like I said a hundred times today, knowledge is like a lethal weapon. It is like a, it's like a, it's like a magic spell, like in the movies. The more you know, how in the world is it now? Yes, rainbow. <laughs> insert rainbow sound. Yeah. The more you so know, on you brand know with our very generation. little. You know very little. I mean, yeah. Care, care so much. 
that you need every single drop of it, fear of missing out, right? I I had to go into hyperspeed on the knowledge, of obtaining the knowledge in multiple languages because I didn't have a job and I had a one-year-old. So that's my fear is to drop the ball and be anything less than everything I can be. Yeah. And that's an agreement that I made with myself as soon as I saw my baby. I said, okay, that's it. Now I'm going to live every moment to bring home for us to take care of home first and provide to the furthest extent. Delta 8, I'm going to circle back. David Nardi did this video, and the video went viral on YouTube. And everybody cares what David Nardi's going live on YouTube for some reason. He goes live at the restaurant making pizzas. The guy throws my CBD oil in the pizza. All hell breaks loose. So that's right about the time where I was about to go on the run. Um, This is real. This is before Farm Bill 7606 revisited 2018. This is before everything. This, This was crazy. There was 200 plus people had lied. The next morning. The next morning was double. Hmm. The next morning was double. Listen, this guy was ringing up, grabbing more products, selling flour, selling gummies, selling juice, selling every single product I could give him. He was flooding the world with it. It went from pizza to all hell breaking loose. All these restaurants started grabbing oil from me. And then the Sun Sentinel came. And I should have known by the phone call it was going to be a problem. The reporter which will be named at another day. This individual does a soft interview with me and says, you sound like you know what you're talking about. Rude, though. Very rude. That sounds rude. We're going to send some people down there. So they send two Cuban, a little Cuban couple from Hialeah. Oh, God. The guy is the truth. The girl is the truth. Videographer, light, sound, the whole nine. We do a 45-minute interview. I have my friend record it. The entire interview gets deleted. And the most grand slander story ever written about cannabis in the entire United States was written on me. I didn't say a word they wrote. I didn't say anything that was in the newspaper. That's crazy, right? So fake news is real. Hello. For sure. I did not say the that. The people who say fake news is a thing circulate so much fake news, too. That was old. That That's old. And that's just part of the game when it comes to doing what he did. Guess how bad it backfired on him. So, but wait, if these people interviewed you and then they wrote a completely different story? Correct. Or did they talked to the Nardi guy? Nardi says, hey, 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 I only review it. You got to talk to my man, Ralph. He's the one who created this oil. So on Sun Sentinel, if you type in Sun Sentinel, Third Day Collective, Rafael Alvarez, CBD, or marijuana oil. What as is it was the narrative? The, marijuana it? oil. So the, so the slander story says, Rafael Alvarez is lacing marijuana oil pizzas at Pizza City. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you freaking kidding? For real? Yes, F-bombing serious. I couldn't b- 
believe my eyes. You can curse, by the, the way. Next day, algorithm, right? Um, <laughs> you got to wait like 15 minutes before you can drop the fuck bomb on here. <laughs> um, that helps your algorithm, I heard. But, <laughs> so, yeah, you don't want to just come out like, fucking mom's pockets. Um, yeah, you want to yeah. reel them in. Then Excuse be like, me, I'm stumbling. Yes, yes, no, it's me again, your subconscious. It's pot smoking mom. <laughs> Smoke with me. Follow me. <laughs> The guy is scared to give the interview. I give the interview. The interview gets deleted. They write a slander story. I'm on the front page of Sun Sentinel sitting in front of the pizza shop. The next morning was Monday, and I was on the cover of 57 newspapers. All hell broke loose. It is now a slander story in multiple languages across the planet. And the internet. But what? So then did anything, what happened? So then what happened? So what they did was they ended up starting to sneak around and send secret shoppers to goodness gracious, great balls of fire. She pulled it she up. She pulled it up. It's real. It's a real thing. And oh, so, for sure. Third day I'm on the edge of my seat. Hollywood based Jessica's like, supplier. let me, we can, we're out. We're, we need first of all, my office, popcorn. my studio, my like, shop, everything's Fort Lauderdale. They just, they were making things up so crazy. I didn't even live in Hollywood. Mostly I've been getting, will this pizza get you high? Facts. Is that what it says? Absolutely. Yeah. Is there THC in CBD? Okay, but w- all right. I, I need to read this freaking thing. What I would do is. I would give the interview and communicate properly. And then what ended up happening is my account on Instagram, my account on Instagram is deleted. Not immediately, but very, very soon after the release of the article. Now, the 56 newspapers or 57 newspapers the next day, that's when shit started getting super scary. Because then others, other people in other places start coming out saying, hey, we have CBD and we have this brand and we use it in our cafe in Delray Beach and we use it at our donut spot. And then spot it became a West novelty. Palm. Yes, it became a novelty as soon as I made the newspaper. A week later, you see CBD food menus on the same street. So, but the but the but the article painted you in a way where you were trying to fuck with people, or so? like, why don't yes knowledge? Yeah. They yes, thought they that. did. I'm sorry, you're I'm reading, reading it, now? it right now. He didn't know they the have reporter pictures doesn't of Truly talking about a CBD shop. Like what? So what ridiculous. Re- read. Is there anything like that bounces off there that we could read so that people can get an idea? Because I'm kind of so intrigued. I did. It. I I read some. Well, of they it they in, they did other little spots too. They other little restaurants and such and um, little well, eateries. This is the one talking about the pizza. Okay. Well, yeah, that was and mine. You. Okay. In particular, and it's talking about how. Will this get you high? But that's the tone overall. That's the tone overall. It's not like look for it's laced. not the link. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's not to link laced. you in, and then you. No, this can you is search that article in like a negative. Oh. Like this type in laced if laced THC marijuana. Is suspected the police department must be made aware. Wow. Oh, so Jesus. say we interviewed Monday. He this went is Sun Sentinel. He went and found five shops that were considering using it. And then about a week after the interview, they went around and actually saved the footage from all the other restaurants. Yeah, they do. They have, deleted mine. Yeah, they do have. I it. have the video. 
They didn't they didn't put it. So this is crazy. What ends up happening is they they interview detectives. Oh. DEA. And the cops are on TV going, we're looking for anyone who thinks this is safe to consume, distribute. Buddy, we're looking for you. On 23. On 23. CBD. There is, listen, there I was, was on a, everything. I was on every channel. Wait, when That's did this crazy. happen? Uh, oh, that was like three years ago or two years ago? 2018 is some two of the articles. Ago. Shoot. What a lifetime has gone by since then. So then all hell breaks loose in the real world, not just the internet world. Yeah, and CBD the crazy explodes. Videos. Everybody's like, yeah, I fucking rub CBD on everything. Even worse, Trump's giving <laughs> a speech. R.I.P. Trump. Trump's okay. giving a speech, hey, hey, right? And MSNBC <laughs> on NBC, MSNBC Live, and there's tickers. The tickers like stocks You're and Bitcoin. You're on a fucking ticker? No. I'm to the right of his head. <gasps> I got the pictures of everything. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Like, who are you talking to? I was sitting there eating dinner with my son. I look at this shit. I go, I'm going to jail like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my. I'm going to fucking jail. This is it. The laws ain't clear enough. They were saying I was interstate trafficking pizza pies. What? Yeah, they... they look it they up. They went they in hard. They wrote the craziest story. So it caught the, it caught the attention of MSNBC Live. Three weeks later, dead asleep, working myself to death. I got the, I got my copyrights. My Instagram got deleted with my whole life. Third day collective deleted. At third day collective deleted. I had to make a new IG. Third day LLC. Then third day LLC gets deleted. Third day LLC 954. Third day LLC 954 gets deleted. I make a backup third day LLC. That explains why I don't There was no credit card processing yet. There was no nothing. I was the front, front of the line. One employee, me. Who do I trust? Me. I'm on Good Morning America, bro. No. I swear to God on my life. No. What? 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 With an all-female doctor cast and an all-female audience, 11 and a half million people tuned in. That lady was like this, Mina. Third Day Collective. Yo, Yo, let me tell you guys something. The most profitable CBD company in the entire United States of America is Green Roads. And I rattled the owner's mind at this giant cannabis conference when I was the first person to ask a question. Yeah, over here, over here. I'm doing like a kid. Remember you hold your arm up like this? I'm holding my arm up. Over here. Over here. Please let me speak to this guy. Please, please, please. Like at Comic-Con. I'm at (laughs) Comic-Con. I'm playing the wall. I'm the wallflower. I'm all the way in the back of the room on the wall. Pardon my uh, listeners out there. I keep moving my arm because I'm excited. I videotaped this. Um, allegedly, I video. Allegedly, I videotaped my question to the gentleman, and I said, "Hi, Third Day Collective, Rafael Alvarez. Good morning, America. Real quick, <laughs> this is eleven thousand people in the conference, right? What strain of agricultural hemp is your CBD oil derived from? Oh my God! So that is one of my four. Trick questions that can't be answered because the answer doesn't exist. There's a rough answer, 
but nobody has the intelligence to be able to give the rough answer. We're now at $4,000. If you can find, this is a challenge to anyone listening, I will cash app you immediately. I'll cash app you yesterday, right now. If you're hearing this, ask people these questions. What strain of agricultural hemp is your CBD oil derived from? Find me one CBD oil that is not extracted through critical CO2, butane, ethanol, or rosin extraction. Find me anyone who's invented their own proprietary process of extraction with with a general proof. Find me strain-specific CBD that is not isolate mixed with MCT mixed with food-grade terpenes. I want hemp terpenes that are derived from the specific genetic makeup of the agricultural hemp plant. The reason why nobody can fulfill this challenge is because it's time. Remember I said time is against us earlier, right? Before we started recording. They asked me how much can you make because that's how their that's their value system. How much can we turn around from that mold mildew field over there? of hemp that went bad. How fast can I turn that into a crude that crude onto the open market? I need to turn it around. So they'll take, literally, if there's 10,000 plants, it only costs maximum $10,000. It's a dollar a seed. And earth and God's photonic matrix sending light to the plant. This thing is pretty strong. It needs almost nothing. A little sun, a little water, and you will yield a ton. Plus, they're all autoflowers because they're genetically modified. So... All the flour that most people are smoking is genetically modified unless you have a land race strain, which you couldn't pick a land race strain out if I covered your body with seeds like a nerd's factory. You don't know what a land race is. You don't know where you're at. That is another part. That's that knowledge I always talk about. These people can't explain why there's a value to how long it takes to make my oil. But like I said... I have seven years ago oil sitting. So I obtained an entire field then, which was an entire crop, and I put it into an aging process so that in time, not only could I pull from it, but the value will be higher because it's extracted more. Like and wine. Like a wine. I just thought of it like that. I was coming out of the shrub-making and kombucha making. Shrubs oh, are drinking yeah. vinegars and kombucha making. Mm-hmm. So during all this time as we're obtaining seeds from Czechoslovakia, I'm also starting a garden, which mm-hmm. on Instagram was Shrub Social Club. So I started a gorilla garden of vegetables behind my duplex when I didn't even have money for rent. Okay? I'm talking about rows of radishes and corn and strawberries. It's like ab- absurd. Plus, I went vegan then, no girlfriend, a lot of me time, a lot of reading, a lot of just like on my own, you know? And that's when I learned to I learned to love the cannabis plant. I listened to Barrington Levy's Black Roses. Black, black roses in my garden. <laughs> Terrible voice. I thought the whole time he was talking about growing weed. I watched an AOL music behind the scenes. He said, truthfully, he admitted it was about a woman. But everyone in the world 
thinks, thinks it's, it's about, about cannabis. Nice. And he said black roses. So I'm like visualizing this black weed plant in Jamaica somewhere. Ay, ay, ay. Longer story long. I'm here now. I'm with y'all, man. You know, I did my did thing. You, oh, that's right. We talked about. I put my time in. This is just my story about how I came to be. Yeah. You know, and that's as high as I went was the Good Morning America. But, yeah, I spoke to the the biggest, the biggest big dog in the entire world. And I asked him a few technical questions, and he he started Harlem shaking. He don't know where he was at. He yeah. thought he was time traveling. You caught him. You fucking. People chased me in the parking lot, What did he say? What'd he... he goes, you know what he goes? He goes, oh, uh, we're growing, um, um. First of all, oh I'm a, you made a fucking ass I'm a four-time award-winning <laughs> yeah. public speaker, okay? I am a four-time award-winning public speaker, and I'm also a Toastmaster. Toastmasters is I a, always wanted to do that. I always thought speaking. I love, listen, that was my forte, bro. I took a public speaking class in it. college, and I fucking aced it without having to break a sweat. Come on. I didn't I even love try. I, I got an ace. A plus. Yeah. It's crazy. Toastmaster, I love that shit. You can do it. You're you're like Ace Ventura level uh animated, Listen, bro. So you, you can uh, handle you're Oh my like god. The mask what a compliment. Level. I know, totally. You're I'm a the huge mask fucking of TikTok. I straight love up. Jim Carrey. So that is a huge compliment. Thank you. He's trying to open up an art studio on Hialeah. Oh my god. Shut what? up. Jim Carrey? You guys have no idea what's going on with Jim Carrey right now, do you? No. I, 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 listen, listen, listen. It's okay, crazy. Hold on a second. Graffiti? He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he is like, he is, I feel like, I really cherish, I feel like we need to preserve Jim Carrey because I feel Protect like that Jim guy Carrey, is yo. so aware and so fucking. You saw the videos. He is an artist. He also paints. And it is like the guy is unlimited talent. Unlimited talent. And you scare, you're you scared because he paints. he's got a lot of layers oh, to unpack. James Carey from yeah, Canada. Yeah, no, listen. It, it, that's why I say we need to preserve Jim Carey because I feel like if anybody will teeter off, it, it hits him. He's got a lot going Word. on. He's got a lot going on. He's got on. a new movie coming out too. Yeah, he is. and then he has a whole show. Like I, yeah, I'm sorry. I love Jim Carrey. Anyways, yeah, all because of the Ace Ventura compliment. I know, <laughs> but I could I'm talk for days about Jim Carrey. All too. of that, but yeah. So that ended up making me. I once I got it tested, and it came back safe. I have no pesticide, no fungicide, no herbicide, no heavy metal, no water content, no filth. The terpene profile is in the 15 percentile range. That's that is unheard of because of the genetics I'm using. Plus, our farm is certified clean green, which is its own variation of categorization of cleansliness that they're the only one that even hold it. So organic's cool until you see what organic is on a farm. You'll go, oh, that ain't, that's not that good. Heirloom, everybody chases heirloom. Everybody chases say, Dr. Sabi, non-mucus forming genetics of root vegetables and herbs, et cetera, et cetera. But it's very interesting how the human body, how we communicate with these plants and how they serve us. For example, potatoes are poisonous. You eat, a, you eat a potato in the wild, a wild potato, it'll kill you. Potatoes, if you ever cut a sweet potato in half quickly with a sharp knife, you'll see a white sap that forms. Yeah, what the fuck is that? That's it trying to kill you. 
Oh my god. Yeah, but actually that's true because like our stomach lining's used to it now. Yeah. So all that's of these traits are very yeah. interesting. There's a reason that like oh vegetables. No, no, no. You have to be careful. Like certain potatoes, even if you buy them potatoes. at the store, potatoes. Yeah. So, I'm growing some right now. So I'm not, potatoes, I don't even think I'm eat if them. they're not underneath Nervous. the ground well enough for far enough, they will. Like make you very very sick if you eat them. Word. If it's like a green skin, green, true. yeah, exactly. I've seen them. Well, don't eat. Them. I I know, but I mean, I I see them and I go, oh, my boyfriend thought I potato. was crazy. Like he's like, Telling what the that? fucking mean green potatoes? And I'm like, no, no, really green, green. Yeah, and uh, no. get out on the farm, man. I'm get like, out, what, you think a ground, potato is supposed it. to be green? No. No, I, that's why every time I would see those, I'd go, okay. I, this, there's something not right about this. And I, w- I toss those. So it has to do And they with get the, rancid if you, if you yeah. leave them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the sun, if it, it, something about having to do, what's it, photosynthesis? Photosynthesis. Yeah. So if it happens with potatoes, so they are typically, everything we eat is genetically modified to look pretty because it right. has to be appealing to our eyes for consumers to I buy know. it. Psychology. And that's why I know about it. Just think there's about a whole this. Psychology. You guys ever got so high you Have you heard about, about the fish? The uh, indoor weed gone fish. Fish is the same thing. What about bananas? I'm fish. vegan. Eight years, come on. Oh, yeah. Bananas. Shout out Hemp Lane Vegan Cafe. Bananas, like, we should not eat bananas. They used to (laughs) be filled with seeds. Bananas used to be filled with seeds. Big seeds, this big. Big big black black seeds. seeds. What? Wow! The only banana that is close to is our that reality is tiny. Black? Those little baby those bananas, chiquitas, little baby chiquiti chiquitas. Yeah, or like platano is like banana? a yeah. thousand years away from what it really is. It's crazy. Interesting. My, Very interesting. My boyfriend's brother actually works in the the modifying industry. True. Yeah. He's never Genetic not going to have a job. <laughs> no, he actually, you're right. Yeah, the government just bought him. He's helping us just become 4% corn now. Our body makeup. Yeah, corn is, is in everything. And the silos are filled with corn. Gas is corn. The plastic's corn. Yeah, we... we Corny. We I hate that I like corn. I love corn. Because I know I that corn everything has delicious. corn in it. I think you're... Your uh, oh. We're good. Oh, I just recording. fell. It fell, okay. yeah. Oh, but it's plugged in. It's fine. I mean, get on the ground in a farm, guys. Grow, feel it, watch it grow. You know, see what it takes once in your life. Grab something and start growing it. Every if everyone I'm grew so food, and, okay, it would be a, a whole other world. Dude, Composting yeah, we, super we fire. Our compost too. Yeah, too. we compost. Oh, you guys could do it for sure. Yeah. yeah, get the little spinner compost. I'm bad at a lot of things, you guys. <laughs> I've tried to grow plants. I feel you though. Life I've tried is so to grow fast. plants, and I tried. I had a really nice seedling. I had found a seed in uh, one of the things we got, and I was like, "Oh, let me try this again." I killed it. I'm terrible. Oh dang! Yeah, a bag seed. Yeah, something like that. People have became, people have <laughs> became like millionaires because of a bag seed. You probably, yeah, my You know, you go down to cookies and get a Georgia pie or an ice cream cake. They're genetically modified to never drop a seed. If there's a bag seed in there, well, you're holding something that can be crossed. It might not be the best, but it might be. You never know. So what I was what I was going to ask you is, have you ever smoked so much? Is an open question to the world. 
Anybody ever smoked and got to a level where they start self-talking themselves to death, asking themselves, so I'm smoking a flower from a room full of all-girl plants Mm -hmm. that are being forced to feel like they're dying and extract, or excuse me, express sugar like the potato expresses that sap to try to hurt whatever's hurting it. You ever think about that? Or you never no, thought of I've that in your life? No, I've never thought of that ever. Oh. I've been thinking of that for a very yeah, long time. No, I'm thinking about who are we <laughs> that we keep taking these girl plants no, and girl plants and more girl plants and all gr- Like, if you're a true feminist even, I've thought in that deep <laughs> where yeah, you're, no. you're, you're taking plants and turning them into slaves for what? For money? Yes. Do you buy acid or does acid get gifted to you? The truth is, intention is everything. So you should be gifted your psychedelics, psychedelics, your cyclocybin, your ecstasies, etc. These should cut well natural. I would say natural things that are expressing. So they need, like they naturally come into our. When path. you buy mushrooms from Buddy, there's this isn't good. The intention's already off. But I, every time I've ever so done start shrooms, growing well, that's your not own. true. That's Grow not your true. own. Some of the best shrooms I ever got were a gift from. Okay, I was in Bonnaroo, and oh, this was like the worst. Oh my Bonnaroo. gosh, I've, <laughs> I've heard a lot about your. <sighs> so, I I it was the first year I had gone with a fucked up foot, and I was in a wheelchair the whole time, but I wasn't going to miss this festival. So it was a shitty time because I was in a wheelchair the whole time but I had these good moments but at the end on the last yeah, day yeah you didn't have to walk I mean that's yeah you, but, you know. but my poor husband had to push me around yeah. everywhere but on the last day some uh, a hippie nearby was shooting off fireworks and one lands in my tent and oh. sets my tent on fire this is the saddest thing I've ever heard about lands <laughs> on my my suitcase or my bag where I bought all my shrooms and everything for the weekend, all the drugs for the weekend, which I wasn't taking because of the fact that I had a messed up foot and I didn't want to be in a wheelchair shrooming. So it was something I was going to save for later on, right? All freaking gone. Fire. Just like that. The, from so a the, firework? From a firework. Oh. And I had... Yeah. Oh, my God. And so the hippie came over. He felt so bad that what happened. And then I told him about my stash, what happened there. And and he just felt awful. And he's like, I'm going to try to see if I can get you another tent. He didn't get me another tent, but he returned back to our campground a little while later with a red solo cup filled with the most beautiful shrooms I've ever seen. Oh, my God. For real. Talk to me. Come on. (laughs) I was like... Oh my God! Thank you. Yeah. Probably some He's African like, thank cultivated you. I'm so sad. organic. I feel so bad about what oh happened, God. but you know, I hope this can make up for it. And I was like, you know, it does. Thanks, man. Yeah. I really appreciate and that. And they were amazing. They were. I didn't eat them then, but like I did save them for later when you know I wasn't crippled. Yeah, when you can enjoy <laughs> it to the when you can ultimately enjoy. And they it the were most. amazing. They were, and I had shrooms for a while. So nice. <laughs> And you See? always have the story of that guy. He did make up for it. Yeah. That's yeah, such a happy story. <laughs> Hippie's intention is different, man. You know? Hippie's intention. It is. Their life is slowed down. Do you think they're sitting on Facebook all day? It's just so interesting what it does to you. All of it. I, in my whole, if anybody is listening, if you take anything from what I've been saying, I want you to know this. I had to reevaluate my value system and look at myself in the mirror. As I became an adult and a father, this is the Pot Smoking Moms podcast, and I decided to do something that would show, would would I would bring something to the table of life. 
I actually produce something and I started to look at people who didn't produce anything and just consumed totally different. Now, I wasn't made of money then. I'm still not made of money. So I had to convince myself of the things I necess- I really need that are a necess- necessity and things that I don't. And I thought that if I can grow hemp, eventually I can grow hemp seeds, which the inside of a hemp seed is hemp heart, and which is a complete protein, especially in the plant world. So I could grow enough to make enough hemp tempeh or hemp tofu to season it with different things, and I could grow to stay alive. I wanted to go self-sustainable because I had nothing. When you have nothing, you'll save the seed of an apple and go, man, let's just see what happens. And it goes. Reach him at Third Day Collective on Instagram. And Diane is at pothead underscore mom. Thanks. I so. loved that night. We had so much fun. We had lots of fun. Yeah, we talked a lot. But yeah. It was a lot of. He had a lot of great information. I was I was really blown away with some of the information he had about hemp and CBD, and I still don't completely understand what Delta Eight is. I mean, I know it's a derivative from CBD, but I guess I haven't tried it yet to see. Yeah, I think you need to try it, and I think we can continue the conversation on Delta A. We're going to hear more about it because it's it's popping up all over the place, to be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not going away, and we're just going to, um, you know, learn more and more about it. Um, Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us and, and spending time with us, with the Pot Smoking Moms. We want to give special thanks to our podcast monthly supporters, Lauren Hadsel, April Collins, Christy Rodriguez, Destiny Adams, Yanni Reyes. We have a Patreon, guys. Please, uh, you can listen to all of the interviews uncut, uh, full interviews, and get uh, get our shows before everybody else gets their grubby little hands on it. So- yeah, because... This was two hours of content that we're not going to put. We didn't put the whole interview into this. Yeah, episode. we're not going to we're not going to be able to put the whole interview in this episode. So if you want to hear more, please uh, go over to our Patreon and sign up. Uh, follow, like, review, subscribe to all of our podcasts. Pot Smoking Moms is our website. And we thank you once again uh, for hanging out with us. See ya. See ya.